What is going on, squad? Welcome to the Change Lives, Make Money Online podcast, the number one show for online trainers who want to make more money, change more people's lives, and have more of an impact on the world, all without spending thousands of dollars on a website or even paid ads. My name is Brian Mark, and I've been an online fitness coach for four years. And in my four years of online coaching, I helped over 1,000 online fitness clients completely transform their lives. And in the last year, I decided to start stepping up and sharing my knowledge with personal trainers on how I quit my job and I took my business online. And in the last year, I've helped over 100 online trainers quit their jobs and take their businesses full-time online. Now let's get into today's show. What's going on, online fitness coaches? It's your boy, B-Mark Fit, coming at you with another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. And today's episode is a lot more of a vulnerable share. I'm going to be sharing a personal story with you guys. I'm going to be telling you guys about the night that I almost got killed by a drug dealer. So basically what I'm going to do is I'm just going to rewind. This story happened about seven years ago, 2013. So in 2013, I was like heavily addicted to substances. For me, I was a nightclub manager and I was a bartender. So it started out like pretty easy. It was like once a week. It was like once a month, actually. So at first it was like once a month, I would do drugs with my friends and like we party and whatever. And then it became a little bit more of a, like a regular occurrence. Like it became kind of like a once a week thing. Then it became like twice a weekend. Then it was Friday, Saturday. Then it was Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Then it was, I would do drugs for like literally as long as I possibly could. And then I would just sleep for 24 hours straight. So for me, like, I actually didn't really notice it happened. Like, I don't know how many of you guys have ever dealt with an addiction, but I didn't really notice myself getting addicted to drugs. I didn't really notice myself spiraling out of control. At the time, it was like fun. So I was like nightclub bartending and managing. And it was just kind of like fun for me. I was just doing on the weekends. It was fun. And I didn't really notice myself spiraling out of control. I was just like drinking. I was partying with my friends. I was making decent money at the time or so I thought, but like, Basically, like little by little, I just started to fall like further and further into my hellhole. And it's funny, like talking about it now, because I feel like any time that any of us are going through an experience, whether that be like a drug addiction or getting more and more depressed or any sort of adversity where like our weight is getting out of control and we start like notice ourselves getting like more overweight, more overweight, more overweight. Like when we're in situations like this, we don't actually notice like how bad it is until it gets like really, 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 really bad. So for me, basically I had a drug addiction and I was paying for my drugs with my bartending gig. So I was going on the weekend, I'd get like $300, $400 cash every single night that I bartended. So like, that's how I supplied my drug addiction was I was just bartending and I would make money at the bar. And then with the money that I made at the bar, I would pay for my drugs. So there was one morning where like, basically what I was doing was I was like doing drugs consistently. Then there was one morning after waking up from my 24 hours sleep, I would do drugs for like three days straight. I'd sleep for 24 hours. There was one morning I woke up to a phone call and on the other end of the call was my bar manager. And I answered the phone and I was like, yo, what's going on, dude? And he was like, you are a greasy motherfucker. He's like, I trusted you behind the bar and I'm watching you on camera fill up bottles of liquor with water and stealing money from me, you're fucking fired. So I was like, oh my God. And like, I didn't really know how to handle the situation. I'd never been fired from a place before. So I was like, holy fuck. And I just like hung up the phone. I was like, shit, like, okay. So as a bartender, basically to make more money, what I was doing is I would take the caps off the bottles of liquor behind the bar and I would just fill them up with water. And then I would sell water and I would charge money for it and I wouldn't ring it in and I would pocket the cash. 
This is making me like super anxious to talk about. So I was pretty well known in Calgary when I was doing this kind of stuff. And so basically like I got fired from the bar and for me, I was like, well, I need more money to supply my drugs because I had a drug addiction. So I was super well known. I knew like all the restaurant managers and bartenders in Calgary. So I just called up one of my friends who was the general manager of a bar and I told him I needed a job. I was like, Hey man, like I'm looking for a job right now. So he hired me based on our relationship. So my good friend who was a manager of a bar hired me to be a bartender slash manager at his bar. And when I'm like looking back on it, it's like super funny because like I didn't realize that the problem was that I was addicted to drugs because when you're in situations like this, you never really like accept responsibility. I didn't solve the problem by moving to a different bar because like I was the fucking problem. Like I was doing drugs all the time and I needed more money to supply my drugs. And so I was stealing money to supply my addiction. So I didn't solve the problem by moving to a different bar. I literally just basically like I'd set myself to repeat the same mistakes over and over again, because I just moved to a different place. So what's the definition of insanity for those people that are tuning in, right? Like what's the definition of insanity? Albert Einstein says the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. So basically what happened is like, I got fired from one bar, literally the next day I had a job at another bar. And so I started my new cycle. Again, I would make, go to bar, I'd make like three to $400. I was still stealing because I was a thief. I was still stealing money and I would pay for my drugs with my bartending gig. That's what I was doing. So one night I'm behind the bar and my friend that hired me pulls me into the back office and he's like, yo, like I need you to come with me. So I like walked with him into the back office and I was like high out of my mind. Like I was doing substances all the time and he pulls me into the office. He sits me down and he's like, dude, like, I don't really know how to tell you this, but you're fired. Like you're my friend. And like, I gave you a job and I trusted you but I just saw you doing drugs behind my bar. So you're fired and you need to leave the building immediately. And so I was like, holy fuck. I'm like, okay. And he's like, I can either walk you out. I can get my security guards to walk you out or you can walk out yourself. But like, you need to leave my bar like immediately, like get out like now. And I was like, that for me was like, holy fuck. Like this was like the last chance that I had to be a bartender in Calgary. Like at this point, like I was doing drugs all the time. I was drinking all the time. Like I just like, I had a really good reputation in Calgary. And then within three months of me just like spiraling into a shithole, like it was getting worse and worse and worse. And honestly, like at the time, like when he did fire me, I was to be completely frank, like I was so high that I didn't even feel ashamed. I just walked out. So now I didn't have a job. And here's the problem is I still had a drug addiction. Like I still had a drug problem. Like it's not like getting fired from the bar got rid of the problem because the problem was that I had an addiction, but I didn't know that I had an addiction because for me, like this is how it happened. It was once a month and then it was once a weekend and then it was twice a weekend and then it was three times a weekend. And before I knew it, like I was addicted, but now I had no money. So I have a drug problem, but now I have no money. So again, the definition of insanity, you and the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. I'm like, okay, well, I don't have money, but I still want drugs. So I just developed like a better relationship with my drug dealer. I became like more like bro-y bro with him instead of like I was buying drugs off him. I became like more like bro-y. And so he just continued to supply me with drugs. I would just say like, hey man, like I just got fired from my bartending job, but like I'm getting a new job soon. So like, I'll pay you soon. Like that's like, I was like, I'll pay you soon. I'll pay you soon. I'll pay you soon. And before I knew it, like I ran up a tab and it was like, I ran up a tab like fast. Like before I knew it, I owed him over $10,000. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode.
So one night I come to collect the drugs that I want to do. And with the same promise, I'm like, yeah, dude, don't worry. Like I'm getting a job soon. Like I'm going to pay you soon. And he was fucking mad. Like he was like, he was super, I called him. I was like, Hey man, like I'm outside. Like, yeah, I'm getting a job soon. I'll give you the money soon. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like you said you were going to pay me today. I'm like, I know, but like, I haven't been able to find a job yet, but I'm looking for one. And like, I'm going to pay you soon. Like, don't worry. And he was like dead ass on the phone. He was like, yo motherfucker. Like you said you were going to pay me. You either pay me right now or I'm going to kill you. And honestly, like I wasn't really sure if he was serious or not, but I didn't have the money. And I was like, hi. And I was just like, not in a good place. So I was just like, dude, like, I'm like straight up, like, I don't have your money and I have no way of getting it. So I'm sitting outside your house and like, do what you got to do. Oh, and I just sat in that car and I just waited. I fucking waited and I waited and I waited and he didn't come out and I started crying. I started crying. I was sobbing. I was thinking that my life was going to be over and I called my auntie. And I finally told her the truth. I told her that I was addicted to drugs. I asked for money. I was like, I need to pay this drug dealer $10,000 or I'm in really big trouble. I was sobbing uncontrollably. I couldn't keep it together. She didn't have the money. Like my auntie's like, my auntie loved me, but she didn't have $10,000 just sitting there. And she told me, she's like, I don't have the money, Brian, but like you got yourself here. So you need to get yourself out of here. So I just sat there and I cried. For over an hour, I was just crying. I felt pathetic. Like I felt like worthless. That was the moment that I realized like what I'd done. I realized like where I'd gotten. I realized all the people that I hurt. I like came to the conclusion that I was a thief and a drug addict and a liar. And so after an hour of waiting and crying in my car outside my drug, it actually wasn't my car. It was my grandma's car. My car got repossessed. After an hour of waiting, I drove back to my grandma's house. And I walked inside the door, it was around midnight, and she was up waiting for me. And my grandma, she was always waiting for me to come home. It was around midnight, my grandma was always waiting for me to come home. I walked in the door, and I didn't say a word to her. I just literally laid on her couch, and I just cried. I was just crying. And I fucking love my grandma. She didn't say anything to me. She just grabbed a Bible, she came over to the couch, she held my hand, she opened the Bible, and she started reading me verses from the Bible. She never asked what was wrong. She never asked what I did. She never asked what happened. She just read me verses from the Bible. She just loved me unconditionally. She just loved me. Mm, So hard to talk about this. That was the moment that my life turned around. That was the moment that my life turned around. Seven years ago, in 2013, that was the moment that I decided to make a different decision. Albert Einstein says, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. But that was the moment that I started to climb out of my self-made hell. The next morning, I called up an old summer camp that I used to work at when I was a kid. And I got a job as a cleaner. And that summer for like four months straight, every single dollar that I made went to pay off the drug dealer. I just told him, I was like, hey man, like I don't have money now, but like I'm earning it. And so like every single dollar I made went to pay off the drug dealer. I was lucky that like the summer camp that I worked at supplied the food and the housing expenses because I didn't have any overhead. So literally every single dollar I made was like sent directly to him. When I worked at that summer camp as a cleaner, though, I wasn't just scrubbing toilets. I also started working on my vision. When I worked at that summer camp, I would scrub toilets and clean up shit for 10 hours a day. And then when I was off work, I was doing two things. One, I was working on my vision. And two, I was working on my fitness because I knew that I had to like 
get back from where I was at. Like at this point, like after doing drugs for three months straight, like I hadn't stepped inside of a gym for like three months straight. And so that's when I started like working on my fitness. I was going for a run every day. And then after I'd go for a run, I would sit down at my computer and I would work on my vision. I would write out my vision for what I wanted to accomplish in my life, what kind of person I wanted to be. I cut off all of my old friends because I no longer wanted to be tempted by the lifestyle of partying and drinking and all of these things that were holding me back from being my best self. I cut off anybody that was in the bar industry because first of all, I had a fucking super bad name because I just stole for like three months. And I didn't want to be associated with anything that would cause me to go back into my old ways. And I just created this vision for my life inside of my mind that involved me stepping on stage as a fitness competitor and winning my pro card. And at the time, like I was a drug addict. So like being a professional athlete was like laughable. I created this dream inside of my mind that involved me running a successful and profitable online fitness business that helped other people become happier, healthier, stronger versions of themselves. I created these goals inside of my mind that were me in a committed and healthy relationship with the woman in my dreams and a family that loved me unconditionally. I created this vision of being a good father, a great friend, a loving partner, a loyal business leader, an integral leader, and a man of his word. And guys, like to be completely fucking honest with you, I truly do believe in God. I believe in God because I believe that that day that I came home, that God was speaking to me through my grandmother. I believe that that day that I came home and I cried on my grandma's couch, that God spoke to me through my grandmother and he told me, he said, I'm going to give you one more fucking opportunity. I'm going to give you one more chance to become something great. I'm going to give you one last shot at becoming the man that I know that you can be. And ever since that day, ever since that day, I've been fighting. I've been fighting to be a better person every single day. I've been fighting to be a better leader every single day. I've been fighting to silence the enemy inside of my mind that says, you're not good enough. You're not worthy. You're not capable. I've been fighting to show other people and show myself that I am powerful. I'm in control of my urges and I'm capable of accomplishing something great. Guys, And this isn't just for online fitness coaches. This is for fucking life. Guys, life is going to throw you challenges. Life is going to throw you adversities. Life is going to put things in front of you that have the opportunity to break you. Maybe you're 100 pounds overweight. Maybe you're 200 pounds overweight. Maybe you're severely depressed. Maybe your father passed away. Maybe you're addicted to drugs. Maybe you're addicted to substance. Maybe something's going on in your life right now that you feel like you have absolutely no fucking control. Life is going to throw you curveballs and situations and circumstances that will break you down into absolutely nothing. I felt worthless. But it's not about the adversity you're going through right now. It's not about that. It is how you choose to handle the adversity that defines the story of your life. Guys, that day when I came home and I cried on my grandmother's couch, like I could have made a different decision. I could have played the victim. I could have gone back to partying. I could have ran away to a different city to escape this drug dealer. But I decided to fight my way back. I decided that I was going to come back to fucking Calgary where I had just stolen and been a thief and a drug addict and a liar. And I was going to build my life again. And it was going to be something completely brand new. I decided to crawl on my hands and knees until I had the strength to walk again in the city of Calgary, where I completely bashed my reputation. I decided to climb seemingly insurmountable obstacles that stood in the way of me and my greatness. And since that motherfucking day, I've been fighting. Guys, in the last seven years, like you guys have been following me for a while now, like, you know, I won my pro card. I won my WBFF pro card. It was like a year and a half later after that summer camp, I came back to Calgary and I won my professional fitness model card. I also became a successful online fitness coach and my online fitness business was generating $75,000 per month in revenue in my fitness business. And I found the love of my life and we are in a happy and committed relationship. And all of this was made possible because I made a different decision. Albert Einstein says the definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. So if you are not happy with where you're at right now, 
if you are in a really bad place, if you got yourself there, if you are in a shithole because you got yourself there, then make a different decision. If life gave you a situation that sucks ass, like a family member passing away or something happening to you that's like just terrible, do something fucking different. I hope online fitness coaches and everybody else that's listening right now, I hope that this story inspires you to reach for your own greatness. Because I know for a fact that if I can climb back out of a self-made hell on my fucking hands and knees, then so can you. All right, guys. So thank you so much for tuning in to this story. This one was like super like emotional for me. Like as I was like getting ready to go live, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be intense. So I really appreciate you guys tuning in. I really appreciate the support. We are almost at 100 podcast episodes. Ooh, we've gone on a journey together. So again, guys, I just wanted to open up and share a little bit of a story about my life and share the journey that has made me who I am today. So thank you so much for tuning in. Hopefully you got some value. This is the Change Lives Make Money on the Trainer Podcast. I'm your host, B-Mark Fit. Until the next episode, I'll see you soon. Peace. Hey, if you're brand new here, thank you again for spending your valuable time with me. I really appreciate it. I truly do respect your time and I hope this was valuable for you. Be sure to join me on the next episode and thanks again so much for spending your time with me. I look forward to catching you on the next episode of Change Lives, Make Money, the Online Trainer Podcast.